That's it. That's it. Done and done. Good stuff. Thank you for that, Fab. I'm going to move on very quickly Welcome, now Sean. to a little bit of uh, cricket. And I only want to make the point. I had this idea. We're going to keep it real brief, real sharp. Fab keeps doing waiting. Wait, it's not even the right sport. We're we still talking about cricket. We're going to be talking about a whole it's lot more. Fucking the July. Start it's next July. Week, mate. Week. They start next week. So anyway, my point, I really liked this idea of this scratch match that the Aussies had in Southampton. Uh, it's still going at the moment. And I would love for each summer of cricket in Australia to start with one. I think it's a great idea. I would love them to say we're going to play a couple of rounds of Sheffield Shield and then the best 22 red ball players are going to be two teams. Like a city versus country match. Like a city versus probables, possibles, and we'll have it at the Junction Oval or North Sydney Oval or whatever. Love it. Make it a bit of fun. Have it be a four-day game. The best 22 players. How about we go back to Bell Reeve? Well, you we'll could. Give that a game because that's, that's... Oh, it depends, test, it? it depends on the series. A little bit like Scott Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love the idea of saying... every <laughs> the test, I got it. Sorry. Woo! Sorry. <laughs> every summer of cricket, whatever the timeline is, we just know that it officially kicks off with this probables, possibles, match-up, wherever it might be. Love it. And you sit there and go, it's just a bit of fun. I love it. Stake I love your claim. It. And they're going to be... And ultimately, my attitude with that is... Played at action indoor sports. And you could, um, but you'd be, you'd be playing it against. Ideally, your tune up to a test would be against better competition that you're going to face in a shield game. Yep, it's the best of the best. See how you go. Potentially better than the opposition you're about to play. Potentially, as well, in some instances. I just think it's a good idea. I'd love to see something like that introduced, mate. I'll come up with some ripper cricket ideas. My my all star T Twenty idea. Shit, Michael Neeser might have almost played himself into the test team. He looked like he was bowling well. Mm. And obviously, um, Nick Marnus Labuschagne was the only batsman to acquit himself on day one, and Warner, day one, yep. Warner was the only batsman um, yesterday. I think Cross made fifty. So, Davies back in form. It's good to see. Um, Timbo, yes, sir. You've literally got a couple of minutes to take us through the swimming because we're up against time. Yep. So keep your condemnation of Sun Yang sharp. Well, look, I should think every- this have been dealt with? Absolutely, it should have been before dealt with. a major meet. And look. If, if he wasn't from China, the kid's gone. It feels like if he wasn't from Russia or China, yep. one of these... They're just... Aff- Fina is afraid of them. Yeah. And and if he was if he was some poor schmuck from Greece yeah. or from Costa Rica or mm. whatever, see you later, son. And he's got a big reputation to begin with. Well, he's already tested positive once. Yeah. Now, the only, the only thing in fairness to Sun Yang is he's probably been tested 200 times. So he may have passed 199 times. So True. I, I temper my thoughts... With that, however, if you've got a performance-enhancing drug in your system, I'm sorry, mate, you're not feeding them. You're and that's not the thing with swimming, them. isn't it? And it's been great to see um, Mac Horton did it and the Scottish guy. Duncan Scott. Duncan Scott did it. So clearly, and there was an American girl, American woman who was... Yeah, so Lily King has done outspoken. it because she raced uh, a Russian girl, Yulia Efimova, who I think won the double at the Olympic Games. Yeah. She'd tested positive twice. And she'd appealed to the Court of Arbitration for Sport as well and was Cass. reinstated. So it was good to see, at least from a, a people power perspective from within the swimming fraternity... So we don't want to put up with this. They sit there and go, it's not good enough. No, agreed. He and, shouldn't be there. And, and, and most importantly, they should have made a call and he's either eligible or he's not eligible. Or if, if as is the case, WADA have appealed to the Court of Arbitration for Sport... He's deregistered. And pending, he, can't, he can't compete. Yeah, pending the outcome yeah. of it. And, and ultimately, if, if they turn around and they say, we've cleared him and he's missed out on a world championship as a result of it, well, you know, if, if he takes Wada to court or something like that, well, then that's something Wada needs to be accountable for. 
Um, and, so, and so they they have some buy-in, some skin in the game as well. Uh, but um, I suppose without wanting to get sort of, there's a lot lot to dig through with regard to the night in question where he, for context's sake, for anyone who doesn't know, he was sceptical of the credentials and eligibility of the, the testers the who people that were testing come to him, visit him, yes. which you sit there and you go, he obviously will claim that he was, uh, sounds a bit paranoid to be honest, that Correct. he thought there was a sting out to get him. But having said that, you can't be smashing a vial of blood. Well, th- this is it. If you've got, if you refuse a test, you get a two-year ban automatically because it's almost you recognising that you've got something to hide. Yeah. If you smash a vial of your own blood, whether yourself or your security guard does it, I'm sorry, champ, you've got something to hide because if if you're clean, you've got nothing to worry about. It doesn't matter who the fuck comes to your door, give your blood, piss in the cup, do whatever you need to do. There you go, great man. Yeah. We, we've had we've had an Australian guy miss, and, and granted, he missed three. Te- he wasn't where were he these claimed the to be. Tests? Yeah, Thomas yeah. Fraser Holmes, you you are required a month Johnny's in advance brother. to t- to tell you to tell the testers that like Wada, Asada, whatever, where you're going to be every single day, account for your movements. And in a twelve month period, he missed three tests because he wasn't where he claimed he was going to be. Again, does that mean you got something to hide? Maybe. And, and he copped a year suspension as a result of it. So ultimately, you've got to be better and you've got to be more professional. So does Sun Yang. So look, moving, look, almost moving on from him. The one other thing that shit me is obviously he's beaten Mac Horton. Mac Horton's a bit shitty. He does his protest. They've had a long running feud oh, absolutely, now. For, yeah. So so that's that's an that's a separate thing altogether. What annoyed me the most is he then competes in the two hundred. Yeah. He swims the event. He touches the wall second. Good job, son. Good swim. Um, a Lithuanian bloke wins the event, great work, swims home real hard, fantastic, fantastic performance. But at the start, he was wobbling on the blocks and the starter's gone, you are moving when I fired the gun, you are disqualified. Oddly enough, they record what your reaction time is and his reaction time was 0.66 and there were, there were swimmers in the race that had a quicker reaction time than him. He was about midfield. He won the event by 0.35 of a second. He did not gain an advantage by being moving on the blocks. It's awful technicality, isn't it? Awful technicality. They appealed. They lost the appeal. Sun Yang won the event. After it's come up on the board and it shows the the you know the fellow Rapsus DQ'd, Sun's sitting up on the lane rope. He's, and, and a few people in the crowd were getting stuck into him saying, mate, you're Does he seem second. to have a whole lot of class? No, exactly right. Well, especially when he got it stuck into Duncan Scott yeah. with the, you know, you're a loser, I winner, you know, whatever. You're sitting there and you're going, well, mate, if you are, you don't have to say anything. And if, it, was, if, if, if you genuinely Scott, think you're beyond reproach. If you were Duncan Scott, I'd just be saying, here, go have some more dope, mate. Yeah, spot on. Spot on. Say, yeah, you're a winner. You're also a drug cheat. Yeah. So, and and that's pretty much been it's a the bit grand of a shame, swell of support on you know Twitter too. So. Absolutely, Andrew Wu, shout out. So, uh, yes, yeah, since then as well, you know, we we had a great performance. Be from- mindful, Timbo, because there were some questions about the swimming yeah, and okay. the quiz. So, Ariana Titmus knocked off Katie Ledecky, who possibly is the world's best swimmer right now. So, great performance by a young Australian girl. Mm-hmm. Um, as we sort of said, we've. Um, we, we've had a we've had a couple of world records. Our Hungarian mate broke a world record. Um, one of the other best swimmers in the world is the English bloke Adam Peaty, who's yes. broken a world record in his under breaststroke. Yeah. First man to go under fifty seven seconds. Which back in the day there was a world record that was what was your PB? Oh, I wasn't no good at breaststroke, but um, there was there was a one minute one point four nine was a a sticking point for world breaststroke for a very very long time. It took them a long time to get past that point. The fact that they're now going over four and a half seconds quicker than that is beyond me. So, um, 
And and I guess the only other thing is the Australian or last night the they have a, a mixed medley relay mm-hmm. team is something that they've added into the sport of late. Where do you have to stipulate who swim in what leg? Yes, like you in do. from a from a regulation standpoint. So so you you pick your team, but it has to be two men, two women. But they can swim any leg. Any you want. leg you want. You play to your strengths. So last night we had our two men, Mitch Larkin doing the backstroke leg, Matthew Wilson doing the breaststroke leg, which means you get out in front. You know you're swimming well. Um, and then we back up with two women. So we had Emma McKeon doing the butterfly mm-hmm. and Kate Campbell doing the freestyle. As it played out, the Americans swam Caleb Dressel in the butterfly leg. And being male, he swam over the top of Emma McKeon, was, uh, gave a lead to Simone Manuel of about a length and a half, a body length and a half. For context, she's racing against Kate Campbell. Kate Campbell failed at the last Olympics. Simone Manuel won the event. She is the Olympic champion in the women's 100 metres freestyle. She's got a body length and a half lead. She just wins. Kate Campbell swims 51-1, albeit with a flying start, with a world record that's 51-7. So mm-hmm. she's swimming awfully fast. Swims her down. They win the event by two one-hundredths of a second. And that's there's not the rivalry that there was when we smash the Americans like guitars at the Sydney Olympics. But as far as a performance goes, it's a shame that this isn't free-to-wear because any Australian yeah, sort of event would sit there and going, that is a Herculean And we miss out on the who? We miss out on the gold for Australia. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, no, look, it's been a, it's been a good meet. Um, some very good swimming, some good youngsters coming through. Timbo loves his swimming. And some good ones to come. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to move on now to the mailbox. Uh, quickly get through these. Uh, we've just touched on uh, Hickey Jam, the Juddernaut 81. He's sort of touched on uh, Mac Horton, Duncan Scott. Uh, in his uh, mailbox question to us, stance not standing on the podium, valid or unsportsmanlike? I think we've touched on it. I think it's sort of valid. It's a nice stand that clean athletes want to take against. Uh, that they want to own their sport. Athletes. They want to own their sport, and they want to know that the effort they're putting in when they're waking up at four thirty in the morning every single day is justified. Because do they, do they have to do that because they're using a public pool? Why don't they just get up at sometimes? Nine? Yeah, just get up later. Like mate, in just... Great Britain, apparently they've got three fifty meter pools. So yeah, I mean, okay. if you want to swim in a fifty meter pool, you don't really have a lot of choice. So in Australia, you have a little bit more, but not a lot of organisations own their own pool and certainly not a 50-metre pool to be able to have at their disposal. We've got the shout-out here from uh, Benjamin, B.R. Caffey. Was that your man with um, Cam Smith, Cam 400 Smith, Games? Which was spot on. Did it Was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week. I think week. it was the week before. I thought we might have touched on it going into that week, saying Maybe. that he was going to pay 400. But, I, but Benjamin makes the point, absolutely outstanding 400 NRL games. And then when you add on rep football, you know, he's... Just phenomenal, really. He's almost hit 500, and he's still going, still going, and could probably go again. So he's look, he's an ornament to the sport. He's ornament, an ornament to the Melbourne Storm. Kind of transcends this Melbourne sporting market. Very much, very so. much appreciated and recognised across codes. He's oh, totally outstanding. So he's got, got the eternal respect of everybody in Australian sport. I think Fabian is still with us. He's just doing work. Um, and then we've got Andrew Mail. Lastly, it's a bit of off-season talk. He says it would be fantastic to land Stephen Cornelio, but would it be better for us to land Papley, Riley, Knight and Ed Langdon? Tom fills a gaping hole plus Knight and Langdon add depth. I think, yeah, look, I mean, it's the beauty of Cornelio is if we can afford to get him and he's keen to come. And he's Italian. Potentially we could give up nothing to get him. Yes. So we've still got pieces and that could do a bit more moving around if, if other guys are free agents to bring them in as well. Look, I think if we can get any of those guys, they if make us puts, better. If he puts 1.4 on his head... Can the GWS match it? No, I don't think they can. So the I, thing with Geelong, Geelong's offer was so wasn't astronomical for Dangerfield. Yeah, that's right. So Adelaide were the first club to turn around and go, no, we'll match it. Give yep. us more. Give us more. But so I like now, to get now everyone's guys. in this cycle of 
give us more. We'll trade rather than take compensation. Yeah. Well, if, I, I if, reckon if we just... Yeah. So people start to get this in their head, oh, you have to give up two first-round draft picks for Stephen Cornelia. No, blow the GWS out of the water with a contract. The only issue that that creates and what Geelong and the Hawthorns of the world have managed to do... Front-loaded. Is, well, and, and can you do that? That, that? That's the question. If that's the justification... They're losing players and they're, what they're doing is those teams are able to... The cycle that they're in is to lose someone they've acquired a couple of years ago on big money. They just bring someone straight in to that, replace that's them. That's exactly right. So, but that's a good question. I'd like to get... Like to get Cornelio and Papley probably from that list, but Langdon be good as well. Ed Langdon's a very, very good footballer, but it's just not a position of need for us. If we're going to have Marchbank, Doherty comes and back, and Doherty's coming back, and you've got Lockie Plowman down there, and you've got potentially a Tom Williamson coming if through. If shopping Isaac Smith, would you go for it? Uh, depends for on the leadership. Price. Maybe he'd be a great mentor for Lockie O'Brien as well, but. Uh, I'd rather Still, he hasn't lost his pace. No, he hasn't. I, I would sooner Brad Hill before I got Isaac Smith. Mm-hmm. But if that's what we need, just to add a little bit of smarts around the club, I'd look at it. Hill seems difficult for us to get just from a, from how do we get him? His contract. Yeah. All right. As I said, you'd get his brother if you can get Stephen Hill's body right. You get as good a player, as good a runner. Again, coming off you know a couple of shady seasons, mm. but if you could get him right. You've got an elite player. And, you're paying less to get him, too. And, and you're paying less to get him. We're going to move on to the quiz now, see if Fab can go back-to-back back on this one. 